0: You are worthy of our praise. You are worthy of our honor. You are worthy of our adoration. We give you glory in this place. In Jesus name. Good evening again. As we continue our worship tonight, we'll be focusing once again on this question. Who is this God? And I'll be reflecting on Jehovah Rapha, God who heals. In the book of Exodus 15:26, God introduces himself as the Lord who heals us. And I'll just read. And he says, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you, which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. God's tremendous healing power finds expression in his son, Jesus Christ, whose blood was shed to deliver us from the curse of sin and secure for us a life of peace, wholeness and abundance. Prophet Isaiah foretold, of the healing ministry of Jesus in Isaiah 53 verses 4 and 5 and I'll read very quickly from the Amplified Classic. Surely he has borne our griefs, sicknesses, weaknesses and distresses and carried our sorrows and pains of punishment. Yet we ignorantly considered him stricken, smitten and afflicted by God as if with leprosy. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our guilt and iniquities the chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him and with the stripes that wounded him we are healed and made whole. I found that sometimes God's healing comes in an instantaneous dramatic way other times it's progressive it arrives like the quietness of the coming of dawn one moment it is dark And the next time you look, dawn has come, bringing with it a new day. You can't say at which point darkness turned to light. All you know is that a change has happened. This was my journey to healing. Um, It started in 2018, when I suddenly found that my body was being ravaged. I just had a sense of things not being quite right. I experienced a raft of symptoms, all of which seemed to be unrelated. As one episode ended, another started. One day, I suddenly found myself limping for no apparent reason, and it progressed to where I was unable to walk more than a few steps without stopping. After a while, I was confined to my bedroom. From living a very active life, I was unable to walk more than a few shaky steps, and we saw several doctors trying to determine what was going on, neurologists and orthopedic surgeons in different hospitals. I was subjected to a battery of tests, scans, MRIs, DAT scans. I was prescribed a series of trial medications with alarming side effects. Nothing seemed to work. It was a fearful time and I would often go to sleep wondering whether I would wake up and be unable to move the following morning. Weeks turned into months and I clung to God, trying to make sense of what was happening to me. I would constantly ask him, are you there, Lord? Help me, Father, speak to me, assure me that you are with me. Day after day, I was confronted with the decision of whose voice I would listen to. Would I listen to the voice in my head that said I would eventually end up in a wheelchair and that it was only a matter of time? Or would I listen to the voice that said, Jesus has paid the price for my healing? I knew I was physically and emotionally weakened and so I asked God to strengthen me, to give me something tangible to hold on to. I wanted to experience the intensity of his presence, the knowledge that he was very much with me in this fire. And to my amazement, he graciously obliged. And there were a series of occurrences that assured me of his presence and love. And a couple of incidents stood out for me. Uh, One of them was right here in October 2018 at Prophetess Francina Norman's conference, which she held here. Um, One of her prophets, who didn't know me, knew nothing about me, um, she prayed for me. And I asked her if I could record the prayers, and I later transcribed it because I wanted to hold on to something. Um, She spoke to me about the Lord realigning my body and asked, um, whether it was all right for her to pray for me. Um, and then she said this, the Lord is doing a miracle in your life. He said to keep trusting and believing him. It's not going to be far away. It's going to be like this. And she clicked her finger twice day by day. You'll see improvements, improvements. She said day by day. And then you'll say, Oh, look, I can do this now. I can do this now. So yes, it's not going to be long. Little did I know that time means something different to the Lord than it does to us because what she said wasn't going to be long, lasted two and a half years. But I held on to this word um, and it gave me great comfort. There was a particular scripture that became my mantra. It's Psalm 119 verses 49 and 50. Remember thy word to thy servant upon which you have caused me to hope. This is my comfort in my affliction. For your word has given me life and then seemingly by chance and i say seemingly because we know with things of god there never is a seemingly but seemingly by chance we were referred to a consultant at a hospital three hours away from our home and he happened to be a world-renowned movement disorder specialist and a year later Um, in October of the following year, we finally had a diagnosis of a condition which I was told was extremely rare. And again, it just so happened that this was the consultant's niche area of expertise. God kept assuring us of his presence. There were other instances, but I remember one where I was listening to UCB, the United Christian Broadcasters, um, and they had a broadcast on one morning and um whilst i listened to their show they invited people to send in prayer requests to their prayer line and so i shot off an email um, asking for prayers and then i went off to work um, much later that evening i got back and it was a particularly difficult day and i just turned on the tv and i was stunned to hear my name being called on ucb island um, the presenter was reading out an email and then He then went on to pray for me and I could hear God's little, still small voice saying to me, all is well. I knew I was safe in his hands. I saw God in the people around me, in the grace that he poured out on my husband and children, the support that he placed around me, the people who turned up at our home with lunch and dinner, dinner and lunch, the sisters who cooked for us. I lost count of the number of times Badger would return home with what looked like enough food to feed a small army. God sent many people to me, random people who had no idea what was going on, and they had scarily accurate messages, and these bolstered my flagging spirit when I needed strengthening. In that period, I learned about the power of declarations, and I recall that I had been told that faith is about believing, and so I began to speak his word over myself. When I needed strength, I declared in agreement with Nehemiah 8.10 that the joy of the Lord is my strength and stronghold. And I asked God to strengthen me and fill me. When I was unsteady on my feet, because of course my balance was affected, I prayed Psalm 18.36 and that God had enlarged the path under me so that my foot would not slip. And then Psalm 94.18, when I said my foot is slipping, your unfailing love, Lord, supported me when I was anxious and fearful. I would declare when anxiety was great within me. Your consolation brought me joy. And Psalm thirty-four, four, I sought the Lord on the authority of His word, and He answered me and delivered me from all my fears. And when I was confused, I, I declared Psalm thirty-four, nineteen and twenty. Many hardships and perplexing circumstances confront the righteous. But the Lord rescues him from all of them. He keeps all his bones. Not one of them is broken. And Psalm 30 verse 2. O Lord my God, I cried to you and you have healed me. I experienced in that period an unlocking of my creativity. I wrote poetry, I wrote prayers, and I rediscovered my love for art and something called Bible Journaling. Um, And an entry from my journal one day, um, I'll read from it, it's the 3rd of July, 2020. For many years, I drew nothing. People who got to know me in this period had no clue that I had this never used gift. Everything changed when my health was attacked and my world reduced to the width of my bedroom. In my struggles and as the days merged in one haze of pain, discomfort, and uncertainty, I discovered by the grace of God Bible journaling. This opened a new page for me. And from that moment on, I have drawn and drawn and drawn. I asked God to breathe on my drawings to grant me his creativity. And I believe he has. Every drawing is as much a surprise to me as it is to those who just discover that I have this talent. I believe that God is healing me through my drawing and painting. As I create, I heal inside first and then outside and i believe that the manifestation is not far off by his stripes i am healed i suddenly realized that this creative anointing was being released i had for so long cried out for space to create but the cares of life just never seemed to allow it i never had the time to stop but it became apparent to me that in my stillness my forced stillness God was communicating with me through art. After a year of treatment without any significant results, one day things suddenly started to change. It was as though night gave way to day. The Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. My morning had arrived. I began to see improvements daily from only walking a few steps. I started walking a few hundred steps and we began walking around our neighborhood during the lockdown each day i would walk a little bit further to the end of the street and then two streets away and so it increased and just as the word from that prophet said i had many of those moments when i said look i can do this now and now today i walk two hours most days and consistently in excess of ten thousand steps every day and as i walk i talk to god I appreciate the beauty of his creation. I take photographs of flowers and birds and snails and rocks knowing that I will turn them into paintings. I stop by streams and brooks and I marvel at the awesomeness of nature and the God who is behind it all. God will be kind, you must have heard my husband say this many times. And he would say this to me constantly during those long difficult days. As we sat in hospital waiting rooms or on the three-hour journey to countless hospital appointments, he said, God will be kind. Today, I acknowledge that God has been kind. And day after day, he shows us new mercies. I have felt and continue to experience his strengthening power, his love that will not let me go. This kind God who does not make you a spectacle, who protects your dignity and shields you as your, at your most vulnerable time. I marvel at this awesome God who is mindful of little me. This God who tells me I am the apple of his eye, notwithstanding that he has over seven billion children. And the interesting thing is that each one of those children is special to him. How can this be? Who is this God who is everywhere and sees everything at the same time, who rules in the affairs of men, who collects my tears in a bottle, who delights in my prosperity, who keeps every promise that he makes to his children, who ensures that every word that I held onto came to pass. This God, this great physician, who handpicked my medical team, who guided every step on this journey and orchestrated every chance meeting, who sacrificed his only begotten son to secure for all time my healing, my peace, my deliverance, my joy. In John 4 23, during his encounter with the Samaritan woman at the well, Jesus tells her that God is looking for genuine worshipers who will worship him in spirit and in truth. When I think about worshiping the Father in spirit and in truth, I think it speaks of a yieldedness, a coming to him just as you are, authentic, sincere, in total submission. Worshiping Him from a place of nakedness where all the cares and concerns of life are stripped away and you come with heartfelt commitment and faith and love and zeal. When you are aware that you are before an audience of one, three in one, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. When your total submission is not motivated by any external circumstances, but by your love for God, I so desperately want to be that genuine worshipper of my Father. Jehovah the God who heals me and just to end my latest report from my consultant and I'll read um, he talked about a striking improvement and he said I was very pleased to hear that she has had a dramatic improvement in her foot posture and therefore with her walking I think this represents a real remission in symptoms and still God says to me Don't settle here, Chisel. I want to give you more. Come up higher. Believe me for a complete restoration. Jesus came that you might have life in all its fullness, an abundant life. Jesus came that you might have life in all its fullness, an abundant life. Who is this God who loves us so much? Who loves you and I so much? How can I do anything less than worship him with my all.